This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Happy Friday and Come welcome on. into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm joined as always by Big Pokey himself, Mr. Uh, Shane Diefenbach. We got Jacob behind the Mac today. How you doing, Shane? I know it's... Uh, I'm tired. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's absolutely fair uh, because last night was a hell of a game. No, it wasn't. It, no, from all aspects. Maybe not the it product was, it was field at it all times. It was time. hell. It was hell. Yeah. Why are we so negative about it? Jacob's just vibing in the back. Of I'm trying to let you. I'm trying to let you guys I'm, I'm, feel the rhythm. I feel like there's look. There are two sides of what you saw last night, at least in terms of a reaction from Sundable fans. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've got the ones on one side that are tear it down. I'm not. I'm I, on fire. That's not where I am. Where are you? I, I'm just, just so I have a better idea. I'm disappointed that we had to get put through that last night. That's what I am. I'm pissed off that we had to watch that. And, and sit through that. And, and whether it be the player's fault or the rain's fault or the thunder's fault, it, it doesn't matter. I'm, we had to sit through that game. And it yeah. wasn't a good game. It was pretty bad, actually. That was one of the that was probably the worst second half of football I've watched in three years, four years. Uh, the second half of the Eastern Michigan game was pretty bad. No, they were scoring in that. Eastern Michigan was, was pumping ASU. What, they put up like 35 points? Are you talking from ASU's perspective? I'm just or talking just, about football. Oh, just football. Just the game of football. Look, it is it is wildly, wildly tough to, to go out after two and a half hours after playing a first half and playing a football game like that. Yeah. Like credit, I, I want to credit the, I mean, the coaches, the fans that stayed and the players for just yeah, even fans. being able to put that game the fans, out there crazy in the second half. First yeah, to, to, to sit out there and actually stay for the entirety of that uh, I mean, it just goes to show what some fans actually uh, want to do for this program. And I think a lot of fans can learn from that. But as it relates to, to the players, right? Like, again, we talked about it a lot on the postgame show yesterday. And we're going to talk a little bit about it now, right? Like, it is a crazy circumstance to have to go and do play football first game of the season. And, I mean, you got a freshman quarterback in the helm with those circumstances. Again, I don't want to... I don't want to say that that is any excuse. You really sound like it's, you're making it's, it's, excuses. It's, That's the, look. It's not an excuse, but it's something that when you talk about this football game, cannot go overlooked. You can't overlook the fact that these guys yeah. were going full speed. Yeah. They had halftime, and yeah. unlike a normal game, yeah. they sat there for almost the length of the fucking Avatar okay. movie. Okay, and then had to go play football again. But that doesn't take away the fact that you were one, like one foot of a Rashada ball away from either being only up by seven at halftime or tie ball game at halftime. Yeah. It, the, the more and more I like look at the first half, the more and more I'm just like, Meh. they weren't really dominating. Like they had momentum and, and that Rashada ball helps. Like I'm not, it was an unbelievable ball. I'm not trying to take that away. And, and I don't want to be like, this is, this is, you know, the, this game determines all they're, they're going to game plan for Oklahoma state and they're on to the next week. And, it's whatever, but it was a shit sandwich. It sucked to eat. It was one of the one of the least enjoyable experiences. Um, staying up that late to watch your team almost lose to an FCS school, but they didn't, and that's all that matters. And they're one to zero. And you know what? They haven't lost to an FCS school, this is and true. that's something that the U of A cannot say. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, Kenny Dillingham obviously had his post game press conference. Uh, 
I guess this morning, if you want to call it this morning, it was at what? One o'clock, one thirty in the morning. Um, and he had a lot to say. So we're going to get to some of that. And I, I want to start with the rain delay, because obviously from a national media perspective, that is the thing that everybody was talking about outside uh, of Jaden Rashada's performance. So this is what Coach Kenny Dillingham had to say about the rain delay from last night. It's unfortunate, but both teams have to do it, right? So there's no excuses whatsoever. We got to come out and play better in the in the second half. Um, I mean, the first half, I think we played as good of a first half. I mean, obviously, we had one personal foul penalty, which led to their only scoring drive. And then we were three of five touchdown conversion rates while also milking the clock in a simulated middle eight situation to score with two seconds left for a young quarterback, which was good. And we had one penalty. Uh, didn't have to waste timeouts, so we played really, really, really clean in the first half. And then you come out in the second half and you play the exact opposite. And the question is why? And how do you let a circumstance affect us like that? And that's something that I got to find a, a resolution to. That's something that I and myself and our staff have to find a way for that not to happen because rain, de- rain delays are very, very easy pieces of adversity. When you talk about football, that's not a that's not a difficult adversity to overcome, and uh, we're going to have to do better moving forward overcoming adversity. It starts as us, the staff, and myself. Yeah, I mean, as he said, both teams had to do it, and we credited them last night. But credit Southern Utah for sticking with it. It's, it could have been easy to just be like, you know, we're just here to get our ass kicked. It's halftime. We're down double digits. They're getting the ball, and we had just had to sit here for two and a half hours, not knowing if we're going to play. Um, and they came out and played better than ASU and I don't know if that was just because the first drive didn't go the way it should have or they didn't think they had to come out um, but Kenny said it they got to do a better job of handling adversity and that's something he's talked about the whole year and it's a little concerning that they haven't been able to or that they weren't able to come out and take advantage of you know being the team at home within their own facility during a rain delay yeah no you're absolutely right I, I think uh, another interesting point as it relates to this team and the staff and then moving forward, specifically looking at Jaden Rashada as a project in and of himself, right? We talked at his development, uh, just how wild it's been to see him grow from the spring to obviously the first game last night. And the first half, we saw Jaden Rashada light it up. We thought he was the second coming after the first half because uh, he had just some phenomenal plays. And mm-hmm. then obviously it looked like there was, I don't want to say a regression, but Kenny talked about the rhythm uh, and, and that it was, you know, he takes blame for not getting Jaden in a rhythm yeah. and the offense in a rhythm in that second half, which is obviously important. Uh, so we'll get to that here in a second. But I, I do want to point out um, when it when push came to shove last night, Arizona State got the job done. They won the football game, right? They're one to know. Kenny was talking about it. They're one to know. And when it mattered most, they put together a five minute drive to close things out, which I think was huge. Looking back at that drive, Shane, who do you think was most important on that drive? Um, I mean, it's the running backs clearly, but I'm going to Scadaboo won the game. Yeah. But the Carlos Brooks, the fullback had a huge part in that also. Yeah. Um, that's that fullback dive that they were going with was electric. Uh, and, and they just kept working. They, they, they got a first down and then hurried up and ran it again <laughs> after they got the first down. That was psycho behavior. And that was when I was like, all right, Kenny called that. Yeah. That was Kenny. Cause it, it like. I'm, we're going to keep doing it unless, in, until it stops working. Uh, yeah, I mean, the drive was great. The drive was good. You, you, you ran the ball effectively enough, barely, <laughs> to beat an FCS school at home. Uh, but you did it. And you closed it out and you executed. And that's all you can really point to when it comes to that drive. Yeah, they were, they were good on the last drive. Yeah. I mean, a- absolutely. Good Again, enough. Yeah, there it is. Good enough. And, and Kenny talked about it. This team, you know, they did the bare minimum to win. And I think if there's anybody that is going to make sure that this team comes out ready for week two against Oklahoma State, I think it's Kenny Dillingham and his coaching staff because uh, we've seen him at practice when when things don't go the way that they're expected to. Uh, and he makes sure uh, things get resolved. But at the end of the day, guys, Arizona State is 1-0. and And Kenny told his team that. They are one and know. This is what Kenny told the players. You are what you put on tape. It doesn't matter what happens. Like I said, a rain delay is one of the smallest circumstances you're going to face in a football game. There's going to be a game you're down 21. It's a lot worse than having a rain delay. Right. So we got to learn how to respond. And when we lost the momentum, right, or we didn't keep the momentum, how did we respond to that? Now, the thing I did like was those are the games that you panic. 
holy cow, it's 24-21, you're on your own 15. You've had 97 penalties in the second half because you've lost control uh, and you've lost your focus uh, completely opposite of the first half. And you go down and you operate a four-minute drill to win the football game. Right. So that was a positive. There, there was a positive. You could say at the end of the game, they got it done. And that's all what, that football's about. It doesn't matter who you play. It matters you get it done. And at the end of the day, the guys got it done. That's what I told them in the locker room. You got it done. You're one to know. We got a lot of crap to fix, but you got it done. So let's move along and let's get better. Yeah. Arizona State last night had nine penalties for the length of the football field. Uh, not ideal. Again, this is a team in Arizona State. They pulled up the graphic on television last night. This is a, just a program that, you know, that's their bugaboo is they commit penalties um, in, in with some of the worst in the nation, which is not great, and it's not great for a first-year head coach uh, that there's already challenges, right? So to have to go, at, go out there and, and deal with your team committing errors that you don't need to commit, yeah. right? There are certain plays that, like, if you get a pass interference and it just doesn't go your way, I understand. But there are certain plays, like B, I think back to, to B.J. Green's yeah. just unnecessary penalty uh, that ended yeah. up giving... He, he got he got pushed and then slapped somebody in the face. You can't be the retaliator. No, because you're going to get caught every yep. single time. And Kenny pulled him off the field, and he told him that, right? He pulled him off to the sideline after that, and you could quite literally imagine what, what, what Kenny Dillingham was saying, of like, we just don't need that. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Great football teams don't do that. Yeah. Right. You just play for the next play. That's something that needs to be cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I talked about this last night. It just it, it is confusing. And I don't know what the common theme is because there aren't any returning players that are penalty causers. You know, there aren't any there aren't there's nobody from the staff except for Sean Aguano. And I don't think Sean Aguano is instilling bad discipline into these kids. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. You know, it, it it's it's sloppiness. It, it, it comes with new players, but oftentimes with a new regime or a new, a completely new roster, you see a lot of false starts. You see, you know, a, a lot of like dumb cadence stuff. That's not the case here. It's, it's, you know, your, your personal foul here, your, you're holding here because you're just not good enough. And and those are the things that are going to kill you. And you you can't let this become a common theme. And I don't think Kenny will. I think Kenny's going to make an emphasis on this, but it, it is just, it, it's something that really stinks. Uh, getting back to the last drive, Rashada was awful in the, in the second half. Awful. He just, he didn't look like himself. And whether that be rhythm, whatever, he'll tell you that he wasn't good. But he was overall in the game, he was good. And, and, and he was good enough to win the game. And on the last drive, he completed two passes. Both of them, you know, were passes that you should complete. One of them was a swing pass for Scat to Scataboo that went for, for 26 something yards, uh, but he had to get it over a defender, an edge rusher that was blitzing and drop it into the bucket. And it was a great throw. And again, in that situation, as a true freshman, you're on a drive that can, can, that will decide the game. If you don't pick up first downs, you're going to lose the football game. Yeah. And, and he makes that throw. And then the other throw was the designed bubble screen that worked. Finally, the first bubble screen of the game that worked to, to Elijah Badger. And, and again, you have to make that throw. And I know it's routine and you do it so many times in practice, but still like nerves can get to you and you're 19 years old as of yesterday. Like, yeah, it, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility to sail it over. So big props to Rashada for commanding that drive and, and, and putting him away. Um, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was good to see. It was, it was, it was a good taste to leave in my mouth at the end of that game. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. What do you, what do you want to see? moving forward uh, when it comes to the play calling or I guess just in terms of getting Jaden Rashada in a little bit of a rhythm because it looked like he started to get into a little bit of a rhythm at the end of that first half with back-to-back touchdown drives. Yeah, I mean, but those back-to-back touchdown drives weren't like throw after throw after throw. It was, you know, we'll run here, we'll 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 throw a screen pass that doesn't work, and then we'll complete a deep shot. Mm -hmm. We'll run here, we'll swing it out, somebody will pick it up, and then I'll throw a bomb. And that's what those were. Uh, I don't know if he ever really got into a rhythm. I know he was 12 or 16, but I don't know if he ever really got into a rhythm because it just felt like everything needed to be a, not a shot play, but he's looking downfield like first. So I think of it like getting into more of a West Coast style offense for the guy. And I know I don't want to, you can't just change the playbook, but you know, 
getting that easy stuff early for Rashada, I think will help a lot and it will open up, you know, the deep balls too, but just, and I know they tried to do that with the screens, but I don't think the screens are going to be the way to do it when you have receivers that I, a can't block and two just aren't big enough to do so. Uh, the, the screens just weren't working last night. If the screens worked last night, I think we have a whole different conversation about what this game looked like because uh, I mean, you, you even make two, three of those blocks. Like there are a couple times where EK caught it and or there was one time before, his first catch of the game, if EK catches that ball and, and can make one cut cleanly, he's gone. And that yeah. might be a touchdown. And we're talking about three touchdowns for Jaden Rashad. We're talking about four maybe. Um, but oh, there the, was definitely points left on but that. But the too. screens didn't work. And yeah. and so maybe the, the, the shorter stuff can just be taking that. And, and and he was missing a lot of short stuff too. So it was in the playbook. Like the, there were, there were a couple times and including, including the touchdown pass to Xavier Giller, where he had, I think it was Stovall across the middle of the field. Like there are things he needs to take that are easier to him. And that's going to come. And I'm sure Kenny's going to, you know, pound that into him and, and, and w- this weekend with tape. But yeah, yeah you just got to take the easier stuff bottom line. I wonder how much of going into this game, because we did see a lot of bubble screens yeah. from Arizona State last night. I, I think you see a lot of teams and offenses run that style of offense pretty early on in the game to get a defensive front winded, getting those big defensive linemen to move um, laterally especially early on in the game. So I wonder how much of the game plan for Arizona State was they felt like they had maybe a little bit of a disadvantage up front and they wanted to gas yeah. those Southern Utah defensive linemen. Um, so again, that that is a, an interesting point. And I think you saw the run game eventually yeah. start to speed up. Go ahead. You know, it's funny. Hmm. I, I just thought about this. Yeah. You know, it was also terrible in their first game last year. <laughs> Bo Nix. Yeah. And I know that was against Georgia. Like, you can't compare <laughs> a Georgia and Southern Georgia Utah. Georgia and Southern Utah. Yeah, their defenses aren't the same. They're the Bulldogs but, of Utah, baby. But he was not good. Like, he wasn't good enough. Yeah. Uh, he was 21 of 37 with two interceptions and 173 yards. And granted, a good amount of that was Georgia's ridiculous defense last year. But, like, you know what they did after that? They put up 70 points on Eastern Washington's head. And Oklahoma State is not Eastern Washington. But... There was improvement. Bo Nix's oh, yeah. Bo Nix's stat line in that game: twenty-eight for thirty-three. Wow, twenty-eight for thirty-three. Only missed five passes and five touchdowns. Two hundred and seventy-seven yards. Twenty-eight for thirty-three with only two hundred seventy-seven yards. Take the easy stuff. Oh yeah, and that's what Bo Nix needed to learn in his career. He was always looking for the shot play at Auburn. He was always looking to be Superman at Auburn. And he came. To, he came to Oregon. You finally saw him take the take the short stuff, and then eventually air it out, or or you know find a hole in the defense and 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 take off. But that's a huge part of it. Is you can try to teach somebody in practice, like Jaden Rashada, of what to do, where the read's going to be. You know, practicing against yourself, but that only works so much. Yeah. Once he sees himself on game film. I think he'll respond well to it, and I think we see a completely different Rashad next week. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to continue the conversation uh, on Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham here in a second, but I want to tell you guys a little bit about Wink. I don't know about you, but I could use a Wink. I could use something to take the edge off. I could use something to maybe just relax for the day because, my goodness, that game yesterday was a full six hours of... <sighs> That's exactly what that was guys so maybe sit back grab yourself a wink it's a seltzer with just a wink of thc it's not anything that is going to get you absolutely blasted to the moon which i think is perfect especially if you're the type of person that just wants to to ease into it or if you're somebody that just needs again to, to take the edge off guys so wink is definitely for you and the flavors taste great the little green one tastes exactly Dude, the black like a cherry to me the black cherry, black cherry is good makes my tummy sing. <laughs> makes your tummy sing? Yeah, my tummy goes, What's it sing? Oh! That was awesome. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Guys, if you want to be able to do that, maybe grab yourself a That wink. has nothing to do with it. Available me. in either two and a half milligram or five milligram cans. You can find a wink right here in Arizona. Look for a wink at all Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. They're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others to find the fastest way to get your hands on one go to drinkwink.com my back hurts let me crack it right now for you have you ever had your back stepped on um yeah but i get scared because i'm smaller so i'm Mm. afraid i'm gonna die i'm a large human yeah i'm not um 
Did you, were you able to watch the game last night? I was. Did you catch the, hey, <laughs> did you guys catch the game last night? So, hey, did, did you catch the game? You didn't. Why? Because you couldn't find Pac-12 Network? Or they went to bed. So you had to, you had to stream it on college football Reddit streams? Well, I got something for you. It's called Fubo TV. And right now you can get the Pac-12 Network on Fubo TV. If you don't want to watch ASU football, you can watch all their great feature stories on the death of the Pac-12. Just kidding, they don't have any of those, but they do have great feature stories. They have feature stories on Pac-12 Network, um, and you can watch all your favorite college football and the NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash phnx uh, to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Get the Cardinals, get the U.S. Open, get the UEFA qualifiers, get the Ryder Cup, and I said, get Pac-12 Network. Do it. Fubo. Get it on your screens. Get it on your screens. Uh, looking back at those two touchdown drives in the the first half for ASU, just in terms of us talking about rhythm and what the offense kind of looked like. Uh, so they started on the 23. Jaden had completed a pass, Messiah Swinson. That went five yards. The Carlos rushed for 12 yards. Then Jade completed a pass to DeCarlos. That went for 11 yards. That yep. right there was just a phenomenal trio of plays. And then what happened was <clears throat> Jaden got sacked. That was the play. Jaden got sacked. Ooh, on that first was that the one 10. where he got smoked? Yeah, where he got smoked. It was the only sack of the game. Uh, and that went from first oh. and 10 to second and 16. And then Jaden completed a pass to Scat for eight yards. Yeah, I remember that. And then they ran the no huddle, and it was an incomplete pass to Scat. Uh, that's where you ended up getting the fourth, fourth and eight. eight. And then Jaden. And then, no, heaves. no. And then Bull Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those listening on audio, I just did the Cody Justice. Yeah, yeah. That is absolutely what happened. So so we all know uh, how that drive ended with the Jaden Rashad, a 47-yard touchdown to Xavier Guillory. That ball was dropped in a pocket. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Bucket. Bucket. The ball was almost going straight down when it landed in Xavier Guillory's yeah, hands. Also, we didn't talk about this. Xavier Guillory's touchdown celebration. Was fire. Was f- I want to see that every every I want to see that so much. That's so sick. I want that I want him to run out of the tunnel doing that. Yeah. That was fire. And then the drive for Arizona State that wrapped up the first half, which ended in a two yard touchdown to Troy Amir. Uh, Amiri. Amiri started on the ASU twenty five, so they ended up going seventy five yards. Uh this is where you had Rashad at a Conyers for forty three yards, mm-hmm. which was a huge, huge play. Thought Jalen That was forty three. Forty three. I thought Jalen was gonna take it the whole way. Bro. I watched that play again this morning. He, homie, was scooting. Our dude, he's fast. He was scooting. He is fast. There is no reason he should be. No, that if fast. you're yeah. at 270 pounds, you should not be running that fast. I'm no. sorry. It and the cut he like made that. to get to the sideline. Oh yeah, dude is fast. And then the following play was Scat running for 12 yards. Then Scat ran for two yards, and then Jaden had a completed pass to X for 11. Um, Scat lost four yards on the ensuing run. Then you have the whole timeout situation, ASU calling two timeouts. Um, DeCarlos had a one-yard run, and then a pass to X. There was a roughing the passer call, uh, which, what the fuck were we doing in Southern Utah? There was way too many of those last night. Yeah, there were two of them. Um, and then you had the Southern Utah timeout. Jane Rashada completing that pass to Troy O'Meary for the three-yard touchdown uh, in the dust. Can Thanks. I do some? You can. I told y'all! Troy? Goal line fade God, Troy O'Meary. I don't want to see anybody else catching a goal line fade. I don't even want to see Corn doing that. I hate goal line fades. They're the worst play in football. Lowest percentage throw in football. But if you got a six foot eight Adonis of a man like Troy O'Meary, throw it up. ESPN says he's six four. I, yeah, he's, he's not a tall, six dude. Eight. <laughs> he's a tall dude. He's a tall, Curtis he, Hodges was. Yeah. Curtis Hodges. Troy O'Meary made the Washington Commanders roster. He did. Yeah, he did. He dropped a pretty crucial ball in that. Game. <laughs> I will say that. Um, Xavier Guillory finished with 5-73. and 73. <clears throat> And it could have been a lot more. Sun Devil Nation. Could have been a lot more. Your receiver, Xavier Guillory. Imagine if that one pass on the right sideline in what, the th- late third or the fourth he would quarter? Ha- he, would, he would have gone... He would have gone for over 100. He, well, he would have gone, let's see, that was that would have probably been like a 55-yard touchdown. It's like a buck 20, two touchdowns. Yeah, he would have had a buck 20, two touchdowns, maybe a buck 30, two touchdowns. Six, six, six receptions, buck 20, two touchdowns. What about his game do you think allows him to be able to do what he does? Um, well, his the way he can high point a football is... I think I think it's mostly his... his I don't know if it's hand-eye coordination, but his adjustability, like you saw it with the deep ball. I talked about it last night a little bit, but 
Like that was a perfect ball, but he still had to adjust a little bit and keep the defender off his back while looking up, which is just a ridiculous catch to or catch to try to make. And and he hauls it in. I, I think a lot of it is his body control. Yeah, he he can adjust his body midair, and you saw that on the on the catch that wasn't a catch when he caught it out of bounds. He still had ridiculous body control, and it's just his his get up, his get off speed is so so stupid. Uh, his route running is precise, and I can't believe this man was at Idaho State. Yeah, that is that is pretty fucking wild that he was at Idaho State. Uh, look, uh, there's a lot that you can dissect from this game, and I think again the the haboob and the weather delay is something that people are going to talk about now until you get to next week. Uh, and the way it affected the team. And then the other half of the people are going to be talking about Jaden Rashada and the the difference that you saw in his play from the first half to the second half. Can I say something real fast? Real fast, I'm looking at the stats. First of all, ASU didn't force a turnover. Correct. But and, but there were at but three different opportunities. Exactly. That Southern Utah fumbled three times and recovered all three of them. Yeah. One of them was a bad snap, which... And then one of them was a muff punt, which... Meh. But you still... You got to get one of those, man. You got to get one yeah, of those. Yeah, it changes the game entirely if yeah. you get an extra possession yeah. there. Uh, and again, Arizona State ended up winning. So, I, I mean, it, maybe it saves you yeah. and fans a little bit of the nail-biting at the end of the game. But regardless, people are going to continue to talk yeah. about Jaden Rashada in the way that game played out. I think, again, the way he played in the first half was, I don't think you can ask for more from a freshman quarterback to go 12 of 16 uh, what a buck eighty did he have at that point? A buck eighty two in two half. touchdowns. Yeah, no, I think it was like one. Maybe I think he had a buck eighty two in Let that first see. half, uh, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And like we said, you're going to get people that are going to be all week yeah, long talking about Jaden Rashad in the second half, and they're going to be making that the story, right? Uh, but last night, following the game, Jordan Clark made it a point to. To really stick up for his quarterback uh, and tell people what he thinks, this is what Jordan Clark had to say. That's this kid's first college start. That's this kid's first college start. He works his ass off and he won his first football game. Um, under insane circumstances, we sat in the locker room for like two hours. Y'all still here, y'all know. So I think that he deserves credit for finishing the football game, how he did, staying poised under those circumstances. and. I think that the question should be about how he finished and how he finds that poise at such a young age in his first start, for real. He's the coolest person ever. <laughs> that is so great. Um, this came, I believe, Doug, Doug quote tweeted this, and he said, this came, also, thank you, Jordan, for posting that. But this came uh, after all of the, most of the questions had been asked about Rashada and to Rashada uh, about his game, and, you know, most of them were probably along the lines of, you know, what do you think happened in that second half? What can you fix? Da-da-da. Uh, and before they were, they left, and before the their section concluded, and Kenny came on the podium, Jordan said, "Can I say something real fast?" And said that, and I just think that speaks volumes, not only of Jordan Clark, but also of Jaden Rashada to have your captain, your basically leader of this team, say that about a true freshman quarterback. Oh, absolutely. I I don't think when it comes to just sports in general. I think every team could use a player and a person like Jordan Clark. Jordan Clark is is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. He's unbelievable. And we talked about it last night. This is a kid that is going to find his way on an NFL roster. And not because of his dad, because he he did it, because he got there. Um, but to go out there and, you know, he didn't need to say that. Yeah. They could have wrapped up post-game availability and he could have been on his way and everything would have been fine. Nobody would have thought any different of Jordan Clark or, or Jaden Rashada, right? But it does speak volumes for him to end that availability the way he did by going out there uh, and defending his quarterback. When, again, it's not like anyone was necessarily attacking, but to go out there yeah. and, and defend your guy, I think says a whole lot about Jordan Clark. And like you said, it says a lot about Jaden Rashada to go out there and, and you have your leader defending you in that way yeah yeah and Jade knows he has to be better in the second half but he he, he was good enough to win a, his first football game as a true freshman yeah I want to talk a little bit about the defense here for a second because the defense uh, for me was an interesting part of this game I think there were some plays early on in that first half that gave you a little bit of energy it, it sparked it sparked me at least in terms of like okay this is not this is not Arizona State's defense from last year because there were runs 
early on that were getting stuffed at the line, that were getting absolutely just yeah. thrown down. And then there were certain points, again, where penalties, it felt like, bailed them out, where there was a play here or there that yeah. cost this team a little bit. There were bit. still too many like third and longs where you're like, brother. Or, or even just third downs where you, you just can't give it up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, the defense in the first half was pretty good. And, I mean, they technically won the game by getting a stop in that second half, but I, I didn't think they were great. Yeah. Um, I, I said it a little bit last night, but the, it was it was really refreshing to see them bring pressure on third and longs and third downs and even just send five on first. Like, you just wouldn't have seen that last year. Um, I really like the scheme, and I think it can, can be really good. You just have to find the right pieces. There are a lot of miscommunications. The the um, Southern Utah's second touchdown, where the guy was just left wide open, there was I think it was Shamari and JC were on the strong weak side of the ball, and they were both right next to the right tackle, uh, and they were talking about who's coming and whatever. And I think Jordan maybe thought he was blitzing or was going to be shorter, or and then Shamari was like did, did, thought he was supposed to be on the line and Shamari ended up coming and then Jordan Clark couldn't get back to the route in time. And it was just a miscommunication. So there are things like that that just can't happen. You can't leave guys wide open. I don't care who they are. I don't yeah. care if it's Anthony Totri running free. He's going to score a touchdown. If he is sit, sitting in the end zone, waiting for a ball, <laughs> he's going to do it. So yeah, well, you, you, you cannot coming. let that happen. And, and especially against a team like Southern Utah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was refreshing. Yeah, for the most part. A part of what was refreshing, at least for me, offensively and defensively, was the level of aggression that this team had, right? It was offensively, you look at that fourth and eight touchdown pass, whether that was the, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb. That wasn't the first read. There's no shot that was the first read. (laughs) Uh, But the aggressiveness to go out there and then have the confidence in your quarterback to let him air it out on a fourth and eight from like midfield and then go out there and get it. And then defensively, we saw at times, uh, the defensive pressure, as we've heard all offseason that Brian Ward loves, um, was to go out there and try and get Justin Miller off his feet. So you are going to see Arizona State be aggressive. Damn, you, you wanted to de-cleat him? Did I say de-cleat him? You said off his feet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to de-cleat Justin Miller, I guess. Uh, but that's something that you can take away from this game. Uh, and Kenny Dillingham talked about it. This team is going to be aggressive. No risk it, no biscuit, right? Isn't that Bruce Arians saying? Like, you got to play to win the game, right? And if you look back at the game, thank God we did. I mean, thank God we threw a fade with five seconds left, right? And we trusted our quarterback, trusted our freshman quarterback to make sure he catches and throws. And if the ball's incomplete, we have one second left to kick a field goal. Like, those two plays are the difference in the, in the football game when you look back on it. And uh, so you have to be aggressive to win in college football. I firmly believe that. And uh, we're going to be aggressive. We're not going to play the game scared. Does that mean everything's always going to work in our favor? No, but we're not going to play the game scared. We're going to play to win the football game. Yeah, the same people championing these play calls tonight, I better not see screaming when they go for it on fourth and six on their own 40 in in the second quarter. And that ends up being the deciding factor if they don't get it. Um, This is what you do, you know, uh, and, and... Kenny, whether he just turned into a, a mashup of Herm Edwards and, 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 and uh, Bruce Arians, and Bruce Arians <laughs> or he's just talking, um, I, I think you're just going to have to realize that this team's going to be aggressive and it's way more fun to play football like that. Oh, yeah. I would much rather have them do that than punt on fourth and three from their own 40. Or watch cover two the entire game. Yeah. Keep it in front of you, baby. Mm. Keep it in front of you. Yep. I don't want anything behind me. I'm scared. My name and is then Donnie. let teams run for 150 yards in the first half on you every single time. What was the defense supposed to like? I, I still don't understand. <laughs> we are here a calendar year later, and I don't get what, what the strength of the defense was. There wasn't one. You kept everything in front of you, so you made sure that nothing could get past you, but you still got bombed on. You gave up 9,000 yards a game on the ground. You, you gave up a ton of points. Yeah. You didn't really enforce takeaways. Donnie, and, what was happening? And Glenn. And Glenn. Let's not, let's not get... Well, I was talking about the defense. Yeah, Glenn can't get off scot-free here either because yeah. he had a ton of weapons and didn't do jack shit The strength him. of... I know what the strength of the offense was. It was getting off the field. Yeah. Or, or giving it to Xavier Valaday. Yeah. That was the strength as well. Guys, do us a favor. We're going to continue this conversation. Leave a like right now. Okay? 
hit that little like button. Bobby Hurley's asking you so kindly He's as bleeding. he does every single he was day. he was up late last night too. Bobby was up late last night. He was at the game. I wonder where he went after the rain delay. Um You think DFA to get some shots up? Yeah. Yeah. He probably locked up Coa Pete. Yeah. Shannon Evans was the ref. Is that what was that was happening? No, it was it was it was it was Koa and Shannon against him and, mm. and his son. Okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. Guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Shady Rays. They have a hell of a deal for you. And not to mention, you guys can shop their entire brand new collection over at their brand new location, the Kierlin Commons, a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays, guys. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Uh, there's no risk when you shop their team. Always has your back and exclusively for our listeners guys shady rays is giving their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code phnx for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people not only the shady rays block out the sun but if you're ever hung over you got to go into work really really early because it was a late night just throw your shady rays on nobody will know any better um does Shady Rays have a have a return policy for games? Like no. I could return last night and get a new one. Um, I don't think so, but you never know. It seems like they've got great deals in just about everything. Well, I can try to forget about it by taking some OGs and just sitting on my couch and worming. You ever worm? I don't know what the fuck that means, man. Worming? Like you just worming? Like, you just horizontal? You get horizontal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. Get horizontal. Um, getting get horizontal with some OGs gummies today. Uh, the decision is 420 times easier with the fruits and the creams mixed bags. You got red apple, watermelon, and peach in the fruits. And for the creams, you got blackberries and cream, orange cream school, and peaches and cream. God, the flavors are so good. And being a PHNX listener just got a whole lot. Wait, no, it didn't. This is old. This, this expired yesterday. Guys, still go get some OGs. You can't get a discount now because you missed out. But if you didn't miss out, good on you. If you did, bad on you. Uh, you can still get OGs. Uh, at a bunch of different places. So make sure to get some OGs in you and get to flavor in life. Yeah. Hashtag flavor in life. Um, there is one soundbite that I want to play. I know you do. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to get to this. and I'm... I didn't think I was going to get to it either. I was like debating if I wanted to play it or not, but I, I want to play it. I want to play it. And I want to play it. You know why I'm going to play it? Who, why are you going to play it? I'm going to play it because look at the headline of his story for today. No. <laughs> so I I I have heard that sometimes they don't write their own headlines. Well, but whoever writes his headlines, whether it be him or somebody else. So I'm not going to say his name. Can but we can we read the headline? No, then? yeah, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Okay. But there is there's a writer columnist uh that works over at AZ Central and it's just some of the articles that get churned out are they're mind-boggling to me, but the headline the headline of this specific piece this morning is can Arizona State fans blame Ray Anderson for the haboob? No, no, man, you can't. you can't. I know it's probably phrased. Yeah, of course, but like, but metaphorically, what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? Are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me? We just, we just put anything out there. Like, come on, man. In the article that this specific columnist wrote earlier in the week had to deal with the the coaching situation for the Cardinals and Arizona State uh, with Jonathan Gannon, Kenny Dillingham, and now this article is behind a paywall. So <laughs> crazy. But it had to do with the fact uh, that Kenny Dillingham and Jonathan Gannon with the Arizona Cardinals uh, are getting opportunities and they're getting uh, pretty much a longer leash uh, than, than some of the coaches that came before them. Obviously, Steve Wilkes at a certain point. Uh, and then Herm Edwards. So last night, post-game press conference, um, this columnist had asked Kenny Dillingham a question or a follow-up question uh, in regards to if Kenny would ever take the time or be able to take the time to, to fully acclimate to being home, like enjoying the moment. Uh, so this was the exchange with Kenny. How long will it take for you to be able to process like that? Will that ever happen for you? I don't know, but I know I got more time than other people. So that's a positive. For sure, for sure. 
That was smooth, you have to admit. <laughs> and I've talked to your kids out here, so I, I like you. So, you know, I just that was just, that was just too smooth. No, it was good, Coach. I, liked it. I did, I did. That was awesome. That's cringy. What was cringy about that? Like From question. Kenny's perspective? No. Oh, okay. Question. Well, it, uh, it almost felt like he said something snarky and then kind of felt bad that he said something snarky and and like made it like a friendly jab oh god that i don't was know funny. i don't want to speak for him but i saw it this morning i was laughing my ass off i was like trying to go through some of these clips and that part had come up i'm like oh my goodness that is gold how old is gerald do we know how old gerald is like 27 no he's not 30 i don't know Borgay. kenny is gerald kenny is gerald Kenny's only 33 years old now. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I'm, and it just goes to show. I'm 26. Kenny Dillingham I really. I think Gerald's 30. I'm not going to speculate on another man's age. You did earlier. How old am I, Shane? You are 26. It's on brand. It's on brand for him to be 26. Actually, no, it's off brand. It's off brand for you. You're off 26. brand. I'm not off brand. Yeah, you are. Uh, but regardless, goes to show. You're off brand, Anthony Tucker. Goes to there. show, Kenny Dillingham, uh, he knows all. He is you doing looking for my water okay well it's friday guys it's friday do you have anything else you want to say about the the game from the other night or um, do you want to move on to oklahoma state treat it like a casa bucket at 2 a.m and just pull trick and throw it up <laughs> get out of your system but take the bucket yeah take the bucket home. <laughs> maybe throw up in the bucket take the bucket because it's your first one it's your first one. Congrats, yeah. Jaden Rashad. Congrats, yeah. Kenny Dillinger. That's what it should have been last night. Yeah, it was but, a don't, bucket. but don't throw up in the bucket. No, then, don't throw up in the bucket. If that was the case. No. Take it you home. You know one of my most favorite things about, I hate Casa, like yeah. with passion. I just yeah. like, there's too many people there. Yeah. Like, whatever. It's just too crowded. The drinks are expensive. I still go there. Um, or I still went there. I haven't been there in four years, I think. Oh, man. But, I was there a couple weeks ago. You know, really? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Bad. I don't want to talk about it. You know what was great about Casa <laughs> was the limited edition buckets that you could keep. Yeah, those were electric. Just dr like waking up in the morning hungover and drinking out of one, like a massive one, <laughs> a full of water. You're yeah. just carrying on a bucket of water <laughs> like you're a fucking child at the beach. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, such an awesome photo in my head now that I have of you doing that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, guys. It's Friday, so it is time for hot or not, Jacob. Who's hot this week? Thank God. It is Mr. It's been too long. Shane Diefenbach. It's been too long. I'm glad Jacob, you know, Jacob recognizes greatness. Game recognized game. Yep. It's exactly what that is. Jacob, what's it's the, the first jersey. Topic? It's the, the jersey. It is a great jersey. Do you want to explain the jersey to anybody? Uh, sports. <laughs> Just celebrating sports today. Just celebrating sports today. We're not allowed to wear other people's jerseys, like other teams' jerseys in our office. So I kind of got around with it, this one. Oh. I'm just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not supporting a specific team today. I'm just supporting sports. But still forks up. First topic is stickers. Stickers? Ooh. I mean, dog. Fucking. Need I need I do more? Flaming hot. I love <laughs> stickers. Stickers are my favorite thing ever. I thought games and treats were your favorite things. Oh, you're right. Games and treats are my favorite thing. <laughs> Pick out a sticker. I'll tell you where, where it's from. Okay, TV Girl. Uh, that's my favorite band. Check them out. Okay, wait. Let me pick out one more. Um, Play, play. What is that? Say? Play cool? That's from this company. Oh. They make some really colorful shit. Oh, they, well, my water bottle is also from there, and it's black and white. Hmm. So they make a lot of cool stuff. Coolshirts.com. Interesting. Okay, no free ads. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, stickers are hot. I'm not going to tell you how to spell that. <laughs> stickers are hot as Flaming hell. Flaming hot. Uh, look, I know mine is not littered in stickers, but... Litter? Don't, don't say that. It's not just... Litter implies... Like, I like stickers, trash. but I, hear me out, hear me out. I like stickers, but I don't like stickers on my things. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. Then you don't like them. No, I like stickers, but I don't like it on yeah. my stuff. I mean, jazz bars and whiskey. Like that's no, all. what yeah. is that? No. Yeah, that just makes sense. Jazz bars and whiskey. I like stickers. Like Jacob, does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah. Why, though? And wine. Jazz bars, jazz bars whiskey, wine. Jazz bars, whiskey. whiskey, wine, and Casa Buckets. I do like no wine. I'm not a huge fan of the buckets, but I, I like wine. Uh, I think stickers are hot, regardless of what the two other men in this room have to say. What? I just said stickers are flaming hot. Face stickers? Nah, Anybody? You said that I didn't think stickers. We are think hot. you're anti-stickers, even though you say you're pro stickers. Yeah. But why? Because yeah. it's brand. Like the brand tells you. You can't like stickers and not want to like. I've got stickers on my computer. I like stickers. You I had a sticker on my old computer. Yeah, but what One? did you say? You like stickers yeah, that are right. not on your things? Huh? 
You said that you like stickers that are not on your things. So how do you like stickers? Um, okay, I kind of get that. I can like the idea of a fucking sticker. That I thing's... like Sildry's tattoos. I would never get that on myself because yeah. I just, that's just not me. Yeah. So That makes... Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay. What a okay, moment. Okay, okay. What a moment. Haboobs. That feels nice. Uh, flaming hot. You're, they're unique. But don't... Haboobs? Yeah. Fuck that, man. What? Wait. They're the reason that I'm tired right now. No, that was a monsoon. No, it was a haboob. No, the haboob didn't cause the thunder, dog. Greg Moore said it was a haboob. <laughs> Greg Moore, your local meteorologist. And no, it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a haboob that caused the game to get canceled. Or get no, it was the lightning that got canceled. Yeah. But the haboob. No, was... <laughs> no, haboobs don't cause lightning. I'm looking. Typically, they're followed by lightning and thunderstorms, though. Is there lightning in a haboob? No, there's no. not lightning. The on the Mars, thunderstorm huh? that follows. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're hot because they're unique to our region. Anything that's region locked and only here, aside from like regional sport networks that you can't watch anywhere else, those aren't that hot. But like oh. anything that's like region specific, like a coffee shop that's only in X place or, you know, animals that are only blah, blah, blah. We don't get really crazy unique animals in Arizona, but we get dust storms. So they're hot. They're, and they're, the pictures of them are so cool. I will say, don't like, stop. If you don't have to be outside during them, don't do it. it you don't breathe in dust. It's not good for you. It, it can really mess up your lungs. And, and that's why I did not blame the fans for leaving. <laughs> because dust bunny. Valley fever. Yeah. Yeah. Valley dust fever. Bunny. Have you ever woken up after like, like poor air quality because of a dust storm? And like the day after and you like ran or something in it, your lungs hurt. You run in dust storms? No, I didn't run in dust storms, but like the that oh, following a dust yeah, storm. following a dust storm. Mm, interesting. Uh, no, I don't think haboobs are hot in any way possible. Mm. I think okay, wait, I take that back. Uh, the photos that you can get from a haboob, like the the son of athletics, the way some of their photos and videos were, that shit was fire. And you said they looked like a movie, and it looked like a fucking movie. It was awesome. Uh, but outside of that, haboobs suck. Um, that's all I have to say about haboobs. Fuck haboobs. Yeah, we're on to the next, Jacob. Yeah. Sound effects. Like giving Leave things sound effects. Oh, oh my God, it's so hot. I thought you were about to I play just a walk around sound sometimes effect. and I'm like, boing. Boing. Bang. Bing. What are, what, are, what, are, what are the best ones? Um, that your computer definitely doesn't make that noise. Whoops. 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 Okay, what's the best noise that you can make? Um, I can make a lot of good noises. Okay, but like a like as it relates to... What was the fucking question, dude? Sound effects. Sound effects. Okay. You know what the best one I can oh, make? Oh yeah. I could I could make seagull noises. That was really yeah, good. That was fire. I could make <laughs> I could make seagull noises. I don't think I can anymore. I'm not gonna try. Please. No. Please. It's screeching. Please. Please make a seagull noise. Uh, it's, please. It's screeching. Please. You must. <clears throat> I can't do it. Oh, you're, you're up yeah, up. you need water. Get this glass of water. I used to be able Are to do it. Are you choking on a fish? I, I used to be able to do it. I used to be able to do it. It was really good. Oh my goodness! And then I became a a man. He ran and in I was dust not storms. a small boy anymore. And now I can't. You couldn't do it. reach that octave anymore. Yeah, I'm not 13. Oh my goodness! Contrary to popular belief. Yeah, I don't think anybody thinks you're 13. <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> Ah, oh, sound effects are awesome, guys, yeah, and so hot. is leaving a like on this video. Bobby Hurley is asking you one more time. He's annoying today. Please leave a like, guys. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you about the brews that you should be drinking this weekend. Oh. It's everything and anything that they have <laughs> over like at a, a bruise on your skin. No. I was like, ew. I'm telling you about Four Peaks, guys. It's pumpkin porter season. Get in the fall state of mind. With nutmeg, allspice, toasted pie crust. Shane mm. was losing his marbles over some pie crust last yeah. night. Guys, go check out Four Peaks 8th Street Pub over in Tempe. Whether that be for the drinks or the phenomenal food that they have, guys. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are right around the corner. Check out at Four Peaks for at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. you got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. And please, for peaks, <laughs> and please drink responsibly, guys. Go get yourself a peach ale or a wow or a super juicy. Go get it all. You know what I used peaks. to do when I was maybe a little bit too four peaks or a little bit too OGs out in college? 
I would have I would buy pie crusts specifically to make pies. You or, would do this, or yeah, I will. I, I would already have them in my house. Mm. You know the uh, you just eat the crust with the graham you? cracker ones. Uh, oh, fuck, what is the? I forget the company that makes them. They're like Kellogg something, and I and I would just eat the pie crust. You just sit there, yeah, <laughs> blasted and eat pie. Yes. No, not pie, just the pie just crust. Just the crust. Like, like it comes, so a graham cracker. Yeah, kind of like a graham cracker, but it's way, oh, way more Pizza unhealthy. crust makes a great hot or not topic. Pizza crust? Yeah. Pizza, pizza crust, crust is, is so hot, hot as fuck. Yeah, it's hot. Lumal Nadi's pizza crust, no free ads. Dude, I want a pizza. Amazing. I want a pizza so fucking bad right now. Um. Yeah, I want to I want to take back my bet I made last night on Arizona State up at MGM. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, side tripping with Carrie. Yeah, um, they were favored by 35 when the line closed. They won by how much? Three points. Unos dos tres. Not great. Um, but there are a bunch of other things you can take advantage of. If you would have bet $5 as your first bet last night, you would have got or $10 as your first bet last night on BetMGM after you signed up using that bonus code PHX. You could have gotten $200 regardless of ASU's complete and utter disappointment of a score. Um, and then you could have bet it on something else. Uh, download the BetMGM Sportsbook app with iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with that code PHNX. As I said, put $10 into your newly created account, then place a $10 wager at standard odds price, a qualifying bet. Uh, once you have placed your qualifying bet, you'll receive up to 200 or you, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Uh, we got college football tomorrow. More Let's of it. Let's go. And I'm so fired up for it. I'm we got going, college football tonight. I'm, yeah. Stanford and Hawaii, baby. Yeah. I'm going to take TCU minus 20. Yeah. Like, it's happening. Uh, and you should too over at BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first uh, at BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. You'll receive $200 in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details and now listen to sexy boy Diefenbach talk about a disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Guys, that is going to do it for what? our Friday show. Crap, dang it. We I wasn't ready to leave. Really appreciate Shoot. you guys. We really appreciate you guys uh, stopping by today. And if you were one of the 70 plus folks that stayed up with us uh, to do a post game show last night, we really, really appreciate you. Um, and if you enjoyed the content all week long and every day and today, go ahead and give us a follow on social media at phnx underscore son of us you can follow me at anthony underscore totri you can follow the man to my left your right big pokey over here at shane deep uh, arizona state affecting my physical and mental health as always and we will see you guys tuesday at 2 p.m but for now peace